0: The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Welcome to full press coverage, Radio Live. I am Ian Glendon, I'm one your host, and of course, joined always by my man, Mr. Mike Debate. Mike, how are we doing today? <laughs>
1: How you doing, buddy? Thursday morning, unbelievable. Uh, again, a lot to talk about. Uh, we do have some stuff to talk about in the world of the NFL, no question about it. And we do have a Super Bowl coming up in another week and a couple of days. I know for us, it's a little bit of a different type of a Super Bowl, you know, because it does not include our New England Patriots, but <laughs> there's still a game to be played and we still have to do our due diligence. But uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on and uh, big news in the world of retirement, uh, yesterday, and uh, that seems to be dominating the morning headlines.
0: Yes, that's right. Of course, of course. it It, it is the Patriot killer Eli Manning. That's right. He uh, officially, well, not officially, he is uh, will be announcing his retirement this upcoming Friday, and we're, we're going to jump into that a little bit because I, I do think it's a pretty interesting conversation to be had about, you know, what his, what is, Eli Manning's legacy and, and to me personally he might be the most like confusing athlete to to kind of narrow that down in, in my opinion we'll, we'll get into that and you alluded to some other NFL news that you know again it seems to have been coming for a long time and we'll get into that as well but first before we do before we get into all that nonsense um I do want to take the time to remind everyone and you will see the sweet graphic pop up on the screen um Join us January 30th, 8 p.m. Eastern for the debut of the Basketball League here on Sportscaster between the Indy Express and the Owensboro Thoroughbreds. And, of course, it is presented by us, FullPressCoverage.com. And, uh, you know, check it out here on Sportscaster. You're going to see some tweets from them today as well as from us. And uh, it's an exciting thing. We're, we're looking forward to it. And, and who doesn't love more sports? Um, I do. So, uh, again, check it out. Uh, the graphics right here on the screen now. I will uh, certainly share it again before we end the sh- program today. And if you're listening on Full Press Radio, uh, be sure to keep an eye on our Twitter accounts today. We will uh, be uh, advertising it and uh, letting you know when where you can watch it. So, uh, give us a follow. It's at FPC Radio Live and, of course, at Full Press Radio and at FP Coverage. So, Eli Manning. Um Actually, you know what? No, <clears throat> I'm not going to start with Eli Manning because I, I, I feel like we're going to spend some time on that. I do, um, I want to start with Antonio Brown. And, and it's not like that I, I want to, it's just I feel like we have to because um, right. uh, yesterday, and this is an ongoing situation, uh, there was an arrest warrant issued for Antonio Brown that came with a, a no bond. Uh, moniker, which again <laughs> adds more uh, uh, problems to his um, what what he has facing him. but basically it's uh, three felony counts of uh, a battery. Uh, it, this stems from a incident uh, the other day where uh, or yesterday where a moving truck uh, was apparently, uh, rented or, or, or hired by Antonio Brown to move uh, stuff he had in storage from California to his home in Hollywood, uh, Florida. So apparently when the uh, truck driver uh, arrived, uh, Antonio Brown refused to pay the $4,000 bill. Well, uh, that escalated to the point where he threw a rock at the car and, you know, it was kind of a, you know, a- a- argument that just escalated very quickly. Anyways, the moving company Antonio Brown and the uh, driver of the truck apparently were under the understanding that uh, Antonio would pay a, a an additional fee in order to uh, you know kind of cool you know cool everyone down and you know uh, in addition to that four thousand dollars for the damage that he did by throwing the rock at the truck. Well, um, apparently he wasn't going to be doing that. And uh, once again, the argument <laughs> escalated to the point where, uh, this is where it got ser- really serious and him and his trainer apparently, um, opened up the back of the truck themselves. This was after Antonio Brown reportedly or allegedly, uh, got into the cabin of the truck and, uh, physically assaulted the driver. And then, uh, the two, him and his trainer were, uh, reportedly taking, uh, items out of the truck and and moving them themselves. And, of course, it wasn't all his stuff. There were things from other people, and and they apparently damaged some of their stuff. So um, it's been a big mess over there the last couple days. I mean, really the last several months. But uh, his trainer has been arrested and uh, released. Uh, Antonio Brown has reportedly been just hanging out in his house, unable to be reached. Uh, But now with the arrest warrant that, you know, kind of changes things. And and we anticipate at some point today, um, he either turns himself in or the police will go in and and get him because, again, there is an active warrant for his arrest. So, uh, you know, again, this, uh, if if anyone, unless you've been living under a rock for the last seven months um, or four or five months, you, you really have seen this coming to some extent and you know I think really what what's sad about all this is that the, the just the the talent and the uh, ability of this person and what he has been able to accomplish on the field over the last six seven years is you know it just it go it almost feels like it goes away because now all of a sudden you're you're talking about him in the in the sense that you know he's a he's a guy that has some real bad mental health issues. And his ex uh, apparently also posted a a pretty lengthy post on Instagram, kind of alluding to that and and wishing him, uh, saying basically her and her kids are are distancing themselves from him until he gets the help. So um, some people at the very least are concerned about his health. um, But in my opinion, it seems like he has a lot of enablers around him that have allowed him to just continue to spiral out of control and and this is a situation that that could very well end up with him serving time because again this isn't something to laugh at and you know i know mike florio from pro football talk can be you know a little dramatic sometimes but you know he made a comment saying like this isn't too you know this burglary burglary charge isn't too dissimilar from what put oj in prison um him stealing his own things back and, and, you know, again, having this being, be in the property of the moving company, there's a lot of logistics with that, but uh, yeah, this is just a, it's just a sad situation. And it's like, you know, at this point, you know, that you, you just hope that he can figure out how to help better himself moving forward. Cause uh, you know, this is going to get a little bit worse for him before it gets better.
1: Yeah, it truly is. I mean, there's just, there's really one word and you cle- you keyed in on it, but it's sad. It's just, it's extremely sad. It's a really, it's not, this is no longer a punchline or something Mm -hmm. to kind of raise an eyebrow about and go, oh, Antonio Brown's at it again. And, you know, the, the internet memes and, you know, the, the snarky tweets are going out there about it and people are going to have their fun. But at this core, this is a guy that is deeply troubled. And I think this really, if there was any question beforehand, there probably shouldn't have been, but if there was any question beforehand about whether or not this guy does need serious help. This solidifies it. This lets you know, yes, there is definitely something wrong, and he does need to get the help that that his his ex wife and his his uh, um his his children now are distancing themselves from that. I don't want. I, I don't know it. Were they married? Was it an ex wife or an I, I think it was, but... Yeah, I think it was just
0: a partner. I don't think they, it. was an ex partner. I, I thought she, so. Yeah, I wanted to correct kids, that. So.
1: exactly, but the mother of his children and his children are now distancing themselves until he gets the help he needs. You just hope that he's able to do it. You made the point yesterday, and we've made this point offline when we've spoken about this situation, And that football really looked to be the glue that kind of held Antonio Brown together. And even that wasn't really holding him together all that well. But the structure of that environment definitely gave him, I think, something to look at and something to focus on without that in his life you've seen the downward spiral that happened. So, yeah, I mean, people will point to that and say, oh, well, see, you know, the Oakland Raiders made the right decision. The uh, the, the New England Patriots made the right decision. They don't want this lunatic on their team. But I, you don't know if there was any guarantee that yeah. behavior like this would have resulted if he remained in those situations, if he remained in Oakland or if he remained in New England. Would he have straightened out and, you know, be able to at least hold it together a little bit to be able to do it. Yeah, there's seedlings in there. I mean, the the phone conversation and the, 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 the threatening text that he sent. He was under contract when he did that with the New England Patriots. So there's elements of it. He definitely needs help. It's sad because he is a very talented receiver. But these are not nothing charges. You alluded to that as well. These can be serious charges, and they could lead to jail time. And if that's the case... Then you know you it may be a long long time if ever if we ever see Antonio Brown on a football field in the NFL again and that would be a tragedy because I will the, I'm sorry it's the wrong choice of words that would be that would be unfortunate uh, is a better way for me to put it because there is so much talent that he can give to a team if he was able to at least keep his mind in the right in, in the right uh, uh, you know frame so. It, yeah, just a, uh, an an unfortunate situation. You just hope it doesn't escalate any further than it already has. Uh, we know, uh, you know, the warrant is out for his arrest. Uh, it is an active warrant, so the police do have the right to forcibly enter his home if he refuses to cooperate. Uh, you just hope that it, that that would go as smoothly as possible. Hopefully, cooler heads will prevail. He'll turn himself in, and he can put this start to put this behind him and start to uh, to pay the price for whatever he's done. So. Yeah, just, yeah, an unfortunate and very sad situation in Florida yesterday. You saw it coming. You hoped it wouldn't. But when the word broke that uh, that the arrest warrant was issued, I don't think anybody was really surprised.
0: Yeah, and and like I said, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I was obviously a very strong advocate of him originally signing. <coughs> Excuse me. Originally signing with the Patriots, and then, of course, uh, I was against them cutting him and releasing him. I thought it was a knee-jerk reaction, and I stand by that um, for a number of reasons. And, and again, you, you <laughs> kind of alluded to it, and I do believe that uh, football was the, the structure that he needed, although, again, it was it was barely holding him together, apparently, but uh, it was certainly something that, that kept – uh, him accountable uh, at the very right. least you know to some extent I mean obviously as we know about him you know that there's not too many people that or ways you can hold him accountable apparently you know until now I mean again this is a situation that's gone beyond like you said jokes and memes to you know this is a very serious situation that, that's affecting a lot of lives whether it's his his ex his his children and, and his other family members and and friends that actually you know have tried to help him because I'm sure there are people there. I mean, I'm not saying no one's tried to help him, but I think the majority of the people that he's around 24 uh, seven um, is, are, are people that are not there to uh, better his life, but to more, right. more or less play off what he's doing. And, and, and that's not good for him. And and that's certainly, you know, again, it, it we, we hope this situation opens his eyes a bit and, and that's kind of what we're getting at because again this is this is something that's you know just not going to end well if it continues down this path and uh, you know right. this, is, this is beyond football field this is beyond uh acting uh foolishly uh you know with the Raiders I mean this is so far beyond that but um, oh yeah we will see we will see and I expect there's going to be some news on that at some point today whether like I said he turns himself in or the police go in and and get him because you know a warrant with no bond is is you know it's a, that's that's some serious stuff because again that you you already know you're not bailing yourself out once those once those uh, cuffs get put on you and you get processed so right. um we'll see how it plays out and like i said we'll probably learn today so like we we'll, like we started to we're we're going to shift gears a little bit and uh <laughs> We you know begrudgingly will uh heap praise on uh, one Eli Manning or at least some praise on him because uh <laughs> you know obviously he is set to announce his retirement tomorrow, um that that's the word that he's going to hold a press conference and um you know it's kind of good timing because I'm working on a a prediction piece for for free agent quarterbacks and we we, we will talk about another one here in a moment but um yeah I know everyone's dying to know where Taysom Hill is going I I understand. Just hold your horses. Let's do Eli Manning first. Um, that's what she said. Well, he's third on the depth chart in uh, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you got you got to well, worry about Jason, actually. You know, it's actually be no, big. he like Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater are technically not on the depth chart because they're all that is free true. That's stuff, right. They're actually but,
1: not on the tree edge of the rack. They actually don't have
0: a quarterback on the roster right now well, in, Sean uh, in New Orleans. So. And it, so. well, he could. You know, he, yeah. he could definitely suit up and he could probably throw a couple of passes. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, of course. No, but uh, we'll, like I said, we'll mention that, and that wasn't the free agent quarterback I was talking about. But, um, but yeah, so Eli Manning, uh, obviously his time with the Giants were done. It was done. And I think we all saw that. I mean, the way obviously he got the send off, and obviously Daniel Jones, and and just it, all all the all the uh circumstances led one to believe, and, and rightfully so, that he was not going to be a Giant. The question was. Was he going to a get an opportunity as a starter? And I, I, you know, kind of threw out there a little bit yesterday, the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, I was wrong, and I'm glad I didn't put that in writing. But um, <laughs> we, we got our answer, and he was not interested in being a backup, reportedly. And, and I don't blame him. I mean, what you know, why would you? You know, if you're a competitor, you're you're as right. accomplished as Eli Manning is you know, you're probably not going to want to do that with with a new team on top of that. So um, he has apparently made the decision to retire. So he finishes at a very Eli Manning 17, 117 and 117. 117. <laughs> yeah, two, but, but two Super Bowl championships and he was a four-time Pro Bowler. And those two Super Bowl championships are what I believe is going to get him into the Hall of Fame. Now, me believing that's... What's going to get him in the Hall of Fame doesn't necessarily mean I think he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm not, look, I'm not saying I don't, I'm not saying one way or the other right now. Let's just put it that way. I'm, I'm just, I'm I'm going to make the case uh, for both sides. Because to me, Eli is the most uh, peculiar case. Why do I always try to say that? I don't know why. I, I, I know I can't say that word, at least like when I know I'm thinking about it. And I always try to say it like once an episode. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why do I do this to, to myself, Mike? What am I doing?
1: What am I doing? Uh, so you know, it's it, it, it's all good. You know, you, you say the word peculiar, it, it does come out. It's a little tough coming off the tongue. I, I do agree with you. So you know, it's 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 difficult. It's, it's all good though. You
0: you you work it out. I mean, I'm purposely making myself look like an idiot. But I mean, I guess it's 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 not too too new to my normal everyday life. I do get on here every day, so that's kind of yeah. <laughs> kinda you do the it just to make thing, me look so. a little bit better. You know, um, I, I appreciate it. it, yeah, does. it well, makes me look a little better. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, we're we're everybody funny, laugh we at it. the funny yeah, joke. Everyone yes, everyone laugh. <laughs> everyone laugh. Um, no, look, Eli Manning. Uh, again, just it it's it's an instance of a quarterback who was has the longevity. I mean, you can't knock that. I mean, he's one of a few quarterbacks like Tom Brady, like uh, you know, others that have rarely missed uh time because of an injury. Um, obviously, Brady only missed the season. Uh. Because of the knee injury, and if, if you hear that noise, that's my one of my cats <laughs> rifling around behind me, and I'm trying to make sure that she doesn't bring down the whole operation here because uh, there, there's risk of that happening. But um, <laughs> but no, look, I mean, it, you, you look at his record in 117, 117. You're like, oh, you can't get in with a fight. Yeah, you can I mean, look at look at Joe Namath. I mean, that. I mean, and here's and that's the deal, and that's the thing. I mean, uh, the standard was set, the precedent was set so early on that it, it's, it's it's hard to deny a guy like Eli Manning, especially because he has two um, Super Bowls. But Joe Namath getting in the Hall of Fame, one Super Bowl, a 500 record, and, and pretty modest uh, statistics. But, you know, we all know his impact on the game at the time, you know, and, and that plays a factor. Um, I think the, the Giants beating the Patriots in 2007 is a historically great beyond beyond just a normal super bowl win i think that's a a historically great super bowl win and i think that you know theoretically could have been enough for eli to to get in just on that and and again you add a second one in four years later uh that that's going to strengthen your case but um his career basically winds down to that 2007 season and the throw, the 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 helmet catch, and the the throw to Plaxico Burris in the back of the end zone. And yes, Mike, loosen loosen the noose there, buddy. It's okay. It's gonna be over soon. I know we, we hate talking about this, but uh, oh man, it's, it's not tough. worth it's not it worth is jumping difficult, off the cliff. Yes, it. But, um, <laughs> But no, look, I I mean, I'm not trying to knock Eli Manning. It's just so hard to place him in the, uh, you know, where do you put him in the hierarchy of of all-time Hall of Fame quarterbacks? I mean, you certainly wouldn't put him at the very top. Um, He's had some very clutch moments. Um, Look, that that throw to Mario Manningham at Super Bowl 46 is one of the greatest those I've ever seen from any quarterback let alone Eli Manning the the placement the the timing the the situation everything that that went into it and in the impact I mean that that essentially won them the Super Bowl I I obviously there was plays that needed to be, be made afterwards but that play won them the Super Bowl and I knew I knew it I remember <laughs> that uh, as soon as that we're, we're sitting there and I I I vividly remember sitting there watching thinking back obviously to 2007 at the time and it's like okay The Patriots are up. Don't let them get some quick yardage. Boom. First play. Right down the sideline. I literally was like, all right, that's it. (laughs) The Patriots are losing. There's no way, you know, and and, and you kind of got that. And, you know, again, we'll bring up the Patriots here in a second. But, um he kind of got that feeling real briefly in 2014 with the with the bobble catch with uh with Seattle, but we all know how that played out. So we it kind of made things a little bit better. But going back to 2011 and Super Bowl 46, Eli making that throw to Mario Manningham um, it, again, like I said, one of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. Let you know, not just from Eli, but from any quarterback. And uh, so the question is is uh, I do you think he is a Hall of Famer? And I'll, I'll let you I'll let you answer that.
1: Uh, Well, do I think he will be a Hall of
0: Famer? Yes, I do believe he will be a
1: Hall of Famer. And for the reasons that you described, those two Super Bowls will get him in. The clutch performances, the postseason magic that he's had, those throws were some of the best throws that I've ever seen a quarterback make, particularly the throw to Manningham. I'm glad that you mentioned that over the Tyree. A lot of that was David Tyree pitting the the ball against his helmet. Naturally, Eli scrambled out. Forces
0: beyond our understanding. Let's just put it that way. I I, exactly. Yeah,
1: I mean that just that was that was just a moment that you know what that was. Yeah, that was that was Mercury Morris selling his soul to the devil so that way he could be. The only undefeated, and nobody would have to be no. camped out in his yard. Or I still don't know what that was. He, he had those analogies going all season long. Well, well, now they're on the block. Well, now they're in the driveway. Well, you know, yes. Yeah. Shut up. All right. So anyway, getting back to what I was saying, I'm, I'm having I'm having 2007 it's, flashbacks, buddy. It's me a too. Big, big should, problem here. I mean, me. it, but, if
0: you could see just the emotion on my face right now, I'm not I'm not saying much, but but I, I think my look says a thousand words. So. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And yeah, it's 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 really it's it's pretty bad to bring these up. But no, all all kidding aside, that throw to Manningham was amazing. Mm-hmm. What made it so amazing is that the Patriots knew it was coming. You yeah. heard Bill Belichick on the sidelines in the postgames when you heard the all twenty two and you heard all these, you know, NFL films mic'd up and everything, you heard him say, make them go to Manningham. He knew what they were going to try to do and Manning still stepped up and made that throw and you have to give him credit for it. So will he be a Hall of Famer based on that? Yes. Do I believe he's a Hall of Famer? You know, I'm going back and forth on this, and I know it sounds like a cop out, but you look at the numbers, you look at his overall resume. I mean, you mentioned the 117, 117. It's funny that that's being brought up because I don't know about you, but I've heard. Wins are not a quarterback's stat, so I don't know why those would be only for should, only for
0: one player shouldn't even be
1: player. considered because it's not. It doesn't matter. Remember? Oh, I'm sorry. That's only if you are Tom Brady. That's yeah. only if you want to discredit him being the greatest of all time. Sorry about that. I I I didn't. I you know my notes are not as good as they should be this morning, buddy. But you know it it, it happens. Um, two time Super Bowl MVP, two four time Pro Bowl. You mentioned yeah. he's seventh in NFL history with fifty seven thousand twenty three passing yards. that's pretty impressive as well i mean a lot of that is the longevity of his career he's seventh in nfl history with 366 passing touchdowns pretty good stat not anything that's going to you know light the world ablaze but i think it's it's something that i think is is definitely um a factor as well his longevity streak of being able to start games uh, is something that I think he maybe he doesn't get enough credit for he gets a lot of press for it but I don't know if he necessarily gets the amount of credit that he deserves for that and being durable uh, that's something that is definitely uh, admirable for a quarterback and look is that a hall of fame stat probably not but something that I think uh, you know deserve uh, deserving of praise so his statistics don't really jump off the page and usually when you look at a hall of famer You look at whether or not they were a top three, top four, maybe even top five performer in the league for the better part of their career. I don't know if you can say that about Eli. He's had good seasons where he was among, if not the top signal callers in the league. But I don't think he had enough of them strung together to really warrant that type of praise. So I can see the argument against it. I would probably lean more toward him being a Hall of Famer in terms of my opinion, simply because of the postseason prowess, the durability, and the the, the ability that he had of being able to carry his team when he needed to carry it. Um, but I can definitely see the argument against it, too. When you take a look at just pure statistics, you'd probably look at it and say no. But uh, I think the intangibles get him in. And I'm sorry, I've always been one of those guys that believe intangibles and the eye test have to count for something when it comes to being a Hall of Famer. So that's my long-winded way of saying, (laughs) do I believe he's going to get in? Yes. Do I think he should get in? Uh, It's a close one for me, but ultimately I lean in favor of him getting in. So yes on both counts.
0: Yes, and and, and look, I always kind of make this uh, point when I talk about the Hall of Fame in any hall of fame and I, and I always say like look if if you put me in the char- in charge of all these hall of fames I'm going to strip them down and tear them down and, and restart from the beginning because I, I think um I I think too often we get players that are really good that get into a hall of fame when this isn't supposed to be about just the really good. It's supposed to be about the greatest of the greats. And, uh, you know, we just talked about, uh, the baseball hall of fame yesterday. And, and we, uh, you know, there's so many other issues I have with that hall of fame in particular, but, um, in, in football, the same thing. I, I do feel like it's – it's. I don't want to say it's watered down because that I think is incredibly disrespectful to the people that have uh, made it. And, and again, if you're even in the conversation of being a Hall of Famer, that means you've accomplished something in your career, and that's not the point. I just feel personally that – I could I could tear down the whole thing and, and kind of start from scratch and really set some pretty high standards, but that's just my personal opinion, and and this you know again is is for most Hall of Fames because I do feel like it's a it's 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 kind of a again it's 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 a great honor of course, but uh, I feel like there's a lot of people in currently in uh, that you know, in my opinion, probably aren't Hall of Famers. And, and nowadays, maybe a part of it is, too, that, you know, every player that plays a good season is, is called a future Hall of Famer without really, I mean, how, how can every team have a future? You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me. So with that said, based on the standards um, of, of which the the actual Hall of Fame bases their, their elect- uh, the selections and all that, um, I do think he's an absolutely a Hall of, Hall of Famer. Um you know, you can sit here and, and look at his, some of his numbers, and maybe they didn't stack up. But you know, I brought up Joe Namath earlier. Um, you look at Terry Bradshaw. Yes, he had four Super Bowls, but you know, he was pretty much a a one for one ratio touchdown interception guy. And you know, he his his stats didn't you know pop off the off the screen. But his ability in the in the clutches, most uh, high intensity moments, was what got him in. And, and and again, I mean, four Super Bowls. I mean, you're not going to keep someone out of the Hall of Fame that has four Super Bowl rings. But um, in terms of of uh, complementing uh, playoff success and 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 regular season success, uh, Bradshaw certainly was more Eli than than say Peyton or or Tom or, or whoever who has multiple Super Bowls in addition to you know one of the top one two three four statistically uh, pro, you know uh, statistically efficient quarterbacks of all time. So uh, so for Eli I, again you know without the Super Bowls you, you'd probably say. No chance in hell, uh, that he's getting in the uh, Hall of Fame. But you have two Super Bowl runs where he went four and zero. It's the only two playoff runs where they won a game. You win a game as a Giant, you you go on and win the Super Bowl. Uh, every other time it was one and done. But those 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 runs were 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 legendary. And and I do think there is a lot more weight in beating the two thousand seven Patriots, than there is the you know even the two thousand eleven Patriots or the two thousand uh 13 Broncos or you know what i mean it's just it was one right. of those things where you know if you were to beat that team in the super bowl given the circumstances that's that's a that's a historically significant moment in nfl history and i think and and of course we 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 have to live the helmet catch pretty much you know every day of our lives it somehow pops up and finds itself in, in, into our daily repertoire but um but yeah, I mean again, it, it it's uh it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I have no doubt that he'll he will end up being a Hall of Famer. Um, I just like I said, if I had if I had my way, I would rip down all these Hall of Fames and uh you know, <laughs> start from scratch and and I'd make my own selections. But not everyone agrees with me on that one. That that might be one of my more stronger um, I I'm, I'm just going to screw everything up type of opinions, but we'll see.
1: That's not really screwing up. I actually think I agree with you more than I disagree with you on that. I think there needs to be a lot. We talked about this with the baseball hall of fame yesterday, and we talked about, you know, the voting and, and how sometimes, you know, people that have, that hold the fate of these athletes in their hands when it comes to being a Hall of Famer. Sometimes that that complex of being the Almighty really kind of uh, seeps in, and you don't stop and think about what it really means to be a Hall of Famer, what the actual definition is. Take that seriously instead of letting either personal or um, personal feelings or personal. Um, ambition get in your way. Uh, I think a lot of times that happens. I think a lot of times these guys do it to make statements and whatnot. And I think it's really, I think it's a very poor uh, way to uh to do that when you you know you're gonna penalize a uh, an athlete that worked very hard simply because you want to make some sort of a statement about who should be a Hall of Famer or who should be unanimous. Uh, it's really it's disingenuous and that's what gets people having such a contestuous opinion of the media I'm glad you mentioned the runs up to those because that's something I didn't mention and something that I think really deserves a lot of mention for that when it comes to Eli Manning. Uh, And I'm sorry for the disconnected thought, but I wanted to bring it back to to Manning. Um, But that's kind of where that's another thing that really is a feather in his cap when you take a look at what it means to be a Hall of Famer and why I ultimately and you ultimately believe he will get in. Those runs up to those Super Bowls were pretty impressive. The Giants were essentially a team that not a lot of people believed were going to be the team that would face the New England Patriots or, at you know, in 2011, it was between the Patriots and the Ravens. A lot of people believed that the Giants didn't have what it took to even make the game in both seasons, and Eli was able to do it both times. Uh, Brought the Giants from really having like an almost an obscure type season where they sort of backed into the playoffs, weren't really a juggernaut, you know, at at all in the regular season. And then in the postseason, they turned it up and became the best team in football. So that has to count for something. So agreed. I think those runs are a big part of it, too. And I'm glad you mentioned that because he deserves a lot
0: of credit for that. Well, and, and just look to the... Week 16 game, and, and going into that, I think when people saw the season unfold, they're like, there's no way the Giants are going to beat them. This is a shoe-in for the Patriots to go 16-0, and and that mentality changed very quickly. It went from, oh, the, the Giants are definitely going to lose to, wow, I mean, we're, we're talking about a slugfest in Week 17 between two teams that had nothing to play for outside of you know the Patriots wanting to go 16-0, and because I do believe at that time both teams had their, their, you know, they were set, play you know, playoff-wise. Now, this isn't to say that they didn't have an all-time, you know, set of defensive players, so let's be real here. But team-wise, no one expected that team to go in and, and beat the Patriots. Not not the Patriots team that beat an undefeated Colts team and an undefeated Dallas team, and you know what I mean? It, it was just, it was, <clears throat> and he was a big part of that win. I mean, again, in, in, you can make a very strong case that them, or, or I'm sorry, not the win, but the... uh you know, coming close in that week seventeen game, it's like you can really make the case that that game propelled them to that Super Bowl because without that game, maybe they don't come in with the confidence and, and the, the quiet confidence that they had uh <clears throat> into the Super Bowl where, you know, they really just punched the Patriots in the mouth. And uh so again a, lot, a, a, a a interesting dynamic when it comes to Eli Manning and uh you know again i i fully expect him to be a hall of famer I just you know maybe maybe one of these days in the off season we can experiment and, and create our own hall of fames we'll see <laughs> we'll see the full that'd press nice. coverage hall of fame but, that'd be
1: nice the fpc hall of fame <laughs> that's
0: right that's right and uh we're we're about to talk about someone who who most definitely will get in the hall of fame and i and i could make a strong argument that they should uh do away with the 5 year wait the second this guy retires which by the way, it won't happen this season. Just, just saying. Just be real. But before we bring that up, I do, once again, want to bring up the fact that come January 30th, Sportscaster and the Basketball League will be beginning their partnership. And you can see on the screen, the Indie Express will take on the Owensboro Thoroughbreds live here on Sportscaster. And it's presented by us, full press coverage. So be sure to check it out. Uh, you'll be seeing a bunch of tweets about that today. And uh, we will certainly be uh, talking about that more and more as the weeks go on and as we get closer to that day uh, next week as well. So uh, I alluded to the fact that we're going to talk about another uh, quarterback that happens to be a little bit longer in the tooth, um, is most certainly a Hall of Fame player, and and perhaps a guy that deserves his own Hall of Fame uh, on top of the Hall of Fame. So uh, and that's Tom Brady. And of, of course, of course, I mean, we've gone four days without... Talking, you know, with, without you know, we haven't really gone too much into Tom Brady and the Patriots the last four days. I mean, we've mentioned it, but not not to our normal extent. So you know, you got to figure that this was coming. So uh, yesterday, uh, at when asked. Uh, Robert Kraft said they plan on bringing Tom or they want to bring Tom Brady back. Um, Tom is obviously, uh, said he's not going to retire. That is out of the question. So anyone who brings up retirement is, is, is kidding themselves. He will be playing next season. Um, Look, all the, again, all the, all the leaves, all the tea leaves point to him returning to the Patriots, not only his actions, uh, the voice of Robert Kraft or the, the words of Robert Kraft, the, just the, the common sense nature of this whole situation. I mean, people talk about, uh, you know, Tom Brady as if he were uh, Philip Rivers. I mean, talk about Philip Rivers that way. I mean, he clearly is planning on, you know, he moved away, and he's clearly planning on moving different teams. I mean, this isn't Tom Brady here. So to me, and I've maintained this throughout this whole ridiculous situation that he will be returning, and it makes no sense for the team or the player to move on. Um, Short of them thinking Jarrett Stidham is ready to take over tomorrow or starting on week one next year, there's no logical reason to not have Tom Brady under center. And people want to bring up, oh, well, they can sign Andy Dalton. Oh, Jesus. I mean, don't. I almost just <laughs> threw up in my mouth saying that, that name and, and, and combination of oh, Patriots God. signing him. And it's like,
1: oh, well, they it can really go. It really yeah. is amazing what people will believe. We learn it in this business, mm-hmm. buddy. You see it all the time. Uh, you know, you throw garbage against the wall and i could say something else but this is a family show here on, well, uh, on at FTC, least it's an early life. morning show
0: if this was late night you know maybe but uh, yes, it so it's long. an early
1: morning show i should say but uh, you know there might be some families listening you know it's a yeah, good family time listening to you and me oh or, or god boy, i'll tell you that's yeah if, if, if you're if you're spending your family days listening to us I, I do apologize folks but in any case um you know hey no uh, you know we we put on a decent show yeah well, I, I think so but, i think um, so just wait to but, get on i like it exactly yeah well when we get on
0: camera we're gonna lose a lot of viewers i hate to tell you <laughs> that that's just
1: it's just the nature of the way things are gonna go people are gonna be horrified and i'll, like, oh! I'll think know, of the so. uh the the, right,
0: the old right to censor censor you know every time you absolutely say something yes something the right to censor appropriate yep. it'll be like yep. e-, you know stevie yeah. richards will come out
1: you know absolutely yeah the other uh, the the the, the reaction will probably be like when Waltz, uh, you know, pulled the uh, uh, the, the sheet back
0: in The Godfather and revealed the severed horse's <laughs> head.
1: Oh, oh, And, you know. and
0: that, uh, folks, is the longest time we've ever gone between Godfather references. And, and Mike, I in really particular, think it has. It's been it, a long time. Uh, I it really gonna, has. I was going to say, I mean, this is like the first Godfather reference I think I've heard all week to be honest with you. like I'm It gonna, has like, been. This like, is the but,
1: first time know, all week that it has. So wow, it's I'm, it's I definitely that's, one that's, of those. Yeah,
0: impressive. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that. Uh, yeah, that's it's like, well, you know, you don't
1: you don't want to you don't want to go over the top with them. You want to be able to at least you know you want you want to you want to space them out so that way people know what's coming. But uh, cool. no, in all actuality, yeah. what we, we were talking about that's something right. we, we, we were supposed to be <laughs> making a point here. At some yeah, point. yeah.
0: Well, you know, generally when I, I realize I don't have a strong point to make, I distract the audience with with pointless banter, and that's what we just did there. But I do yes, now have but a... <laughs> but yeah, we, we were talking about Tom Brady,
1: folks, yes. and yes, absolutely, <laughs> Ian did make the uh, the reference, and yes, uh, TMZ report Order, shout it out hey bob we're gonna bring tom back this year and he says we plan to so take that with a grain of salt folks because mm-hmm. there are a lot of logistical issues that have to be worked out in order to get it i do agree the tea leaves and we've gone on record both of us have gone on record i'm not shying away from it. neither is ian we believe at the end of the day there's really virtually no chance he doesn't come back to uh to you know to to new england uh I mean, I guess the, the slight chance does exist, and I you know I always leave that door open. I always tell people, you know, there's a possibility, depending on how things work out, but it just doesn't... Let's say there's zero sense mm-hmm. in him not coming back in New England. Maybe not zero chance, but zero sense in him not coming back to New England. He's still by far the best Quarterback for this team, he's still by far their best option. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you mentioned, yeah, that that's how this all started. He yeah. mentioned Andy Dalton, and all of a sudden, it's just <laughs> like you know, the bile started coming up in my throat. You know, it's like it, it really is just unbelievable what people will sell and put out there to try to create controversy and create clicks, mm-hmm. and ultimately, that's what they're trying to do with both. But it, mm-hmm. use your eyes, use your common sense, and it looks like at this point that Robert Kraft his plans for 2020 include Tom Brady. Kraft is not a guy that just throws haphazard words out there. Say what you will about Robert Kraft and some of the, you know, the 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 hits that his public reputation has taken in mm-hmm. the, in the course of the last calendar year, but this is a man that still chooses his words very carefully. He's not a stupid man by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. He knew that when he says we plan to, that was going to go viral that was going to spread like wildfire and it did and in this case i think a lot of it was strategic i think it put the media on notice and says well that's our plan i think a lot of it and it's also a volley as well i think that you know the people have to remember that a lot of what's been coming out of tom's camp has been well you know i'd I'd love to i'd love to do this but you know it's up to the process it's up to this it's almost like he's putting it and putting it in the Patriots corner like, yeah, "Yeah, I want to, I want to do this, but you know, it's up to them. It's really, it's up to them. It's up to their plan. Robert Kraft returned the volley for serve yesterday. He went back and said, this is our plan, too. So now it's going to be the two sides have to come together. And that, to me, is where the interesting part of this can come in. But uh, ultimately, yeah, I, I do believe he'll be back. I think there's there's no question about it in my mind. And we'll see if we're right. Uh, hopefully we're right, because I know Patriots Nation is hoping we're right. <laughs>
0: well, I, I, I've never been more confident in, in anything I've ever believed. Uh, in my life than this so um if that's the case if i'm wrong then well i'll i'll never speak of it again and and you can remind me of it whenever you want but i'll just deny 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 and delete any record of me ever saying it no like honestly like i said from from the get-go from the jump from this whole situation from from at any point uh during last season i've always felt this and it's just again the guy has said repeatedly he plans to play till he's 45 um his play in my opinion has not been affected by his age. It was more or less the circumstances, and I think people are starting to kind of realize that a little bit. At least, you know, his biggest detractors, or at least some of them. I mean, there's still people that are so far off the ledge that you know they're never coming back. They're 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 past the point of no return at this point. So, um, they're so dug deep in their hatred for Tom Brady that nothing that the guy does could could. You know, change things. So uh, but for me, it's, it's it was very clear that it wasn't an age factor, because to me, if, if, if his age was a factor, or it had a great impact on his play and, and caused his play to dip or quote unquote stats to dip then you'd, you'd see it. It'd be very noticeable. You'd see a, a very uh, sharp decline in, in arm speed and location and all that and footwork and so on and so forth. And we didn't see that. And, in some cases, like his footwork, it got better. Again, at 42 years old, he got better inside the pocket. So for the Patriots, um, going out and, 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 and somehow uh, uh, throwing money at some uh, veteran quarterback that has either a underperformed or b been a, a mediocre at best quarterback to take over it makes absolutely no sense and, and those who are champion guys like marcus mariota or andy dalton or i did i do remember hearing eli manning a couple weeks ago so more evident evidence that you know things are just being thrown up against the wall uh you know and just seeing what sticks and, and clearly nothing has really stuck or will stick in the long run because at the end of the day he's going to sign a two-year deal he's going to be here for a season maybe Two and that'll be it and and that will be the end of the tom beard era not this year not you know going out throwing a pick six in a in a wild card weekend game you know it's it's just it's one of those things it's like i i just i i just need this to be over soon not not to not to ease my my uh uh, uncertainty. I I'm very certain about the conclusion of this. I just need it to be over to end the speculation because it's it's driving me absolutely insane. <laughs> like Yeah, it really that's is. crazy. Uh, is what I'm doing yeah, right uh, now. Yeah,
1: absolutely. No, it's true. And and that's exactly, you know, it, that's exactly what it's doing to everybody. <laughs> you yeah, know, everybody and, that's and, either and well, before,
0: before sorry, before you jump into that. And and you know, part of that too is Drew Brees, the exact same situation, much, much more murkier given their quarterback situation. And again, I mentioned Phillip Rivers. much that What they're describing, Tom, is much more appropriate for those two than it is Tom. But, you know, Tom Brady's getting the headlines and you don't hear a peep about those two, or at least Drew Brees. <laughs>
1: And, and there's a lot of reasons for that. I mean, first of all, the main reason for it is that Brady is the most polarizing athlete in, mm-hmm. in professional sports, and I think more so than LeBron James. I think a lot of people have looked at LeBron James as being the most polarizing, but there is some middle ground with LeBron. I don't see middle ground with Brady. You either love him or you hate him, and it's, it, it's mind-boggling to me that a guy that has really done everything in his career the right way. And yes, folks, I am talking about the deflated footballs, which he never did, which was never his fault. And anybody with a brain knows that. And now ESPN publishes this article five years later that says that, oh, yeah, it was probably much ado about nothing. Yeah. Where was that five years ago when you guys were raking in ratings based on a load of garbage? But anyway, I'll digress. Well, that's the reason why
0: don't digress too much. I, I, I want to I wanna read something out there and, and it was something someone shared and, and it, I told I told people online, since you brought up the Flakegate, I, I, I have to do it. I have to do it. but for those oh, but you know, if, if there's any doubters out there that this was a sham or at least they, they didn't uh, you know they, the Wells report was was an absolute fraud. Um, this <laughs> was at the end of the Wells report. Now you tell me, what does this tell you? and and you know I'll let you respond in a minute. in sum. The data did not provide a basis for us to determine with absolute certainty whether there was or was not tampering as the analysis of such data ultimately is dependent upon assumptions and information that is not certain. That got Tom Brady suspended for four games and labeled a cheater intentionally, uh, who intentionally sought a scheme to deflate footballs. Now, to me, you know what that tells me? We got Jack sh- Poop. You know, yep. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. we got nothing. That's right. We, we, we have nothing. We had a we terrible have to, process yeah. Of, of, yeah. of of maintaining football. So we, we were basically assuming that what uh, Walt Coleman said, you know, and he said a lot of things, sometimes contradictory. We had just assumed that he was right. And, and that's what it was. Yeah. So, again, you brought up Deflategate and, and it just – I saw this last night. So it was so very relevant. I had to bring it up. Um, so for those of you out there that who are, are – de- Deflate gate truthers, they were caught red-handed, and I know a few of them out there, and I'm, I'm thinking about one in particular that I've invited several times on this program to come discuss his thoughts and feelings, but he has avoided it uh, constantly, and we both know who it is. I'm not going to say because I don't want to give him any sort of uh, attention or anything like that, but uh, yeah. for those of you out there who may or may not or, or may believe that the Patriots intentionally deflated footballs and the NFL proved it, just read that last sentence or that last uh, paragraph and, and tell me what you think— objectionably not you know get your bias out of the way get your hatred for the patriots out of the way and tell me what that says and uh you know if you still believe that that proves that the patriots cheated then i don't know what to tell you i'll, I'll give you a uh i'll give you a recommendation for a mental hospital because that's essentially what you will need so i'm sorry mike i know you're probably making a great point but uh that i i had to i had to read that out loud and, and given the platform i wanted people to hear it and if you're you know again if it changes your mind hopefully um Hopefully, hopefully it does, and maybe you'll come back to the uh, the good side, the rational side.
1: Well, I will say this. Yes, I was planning on making a point. The point that I was going to make is not <laughs> as good as the point you just made. So you know what? You took the floor, and you deserved it. I'm so glad you said that. Awesome job, my friend. Thank you for saying it, because it had to be said. And again, we go back to Brady, and we say, you know, this is a guy that's done the best. You know, he's, he's really... Made a career out of being a class act, out of doing everything on the football field the right way, and still there's that hatred. It's mm-hmm. simply because this is what the public wants. They want to feed into misery and, and chaos in New England. They want to believe that that dynasty is going to come crumbling down. We saw it this year when they lost to the Tennessee Titans. It was, they could not wait to bury the dynasty. That's it. It's over. It's done. They're finished. They're Brady's leaving. Belichick's upset. He's going to leave. Kraft's going to sell the team. Uh, They're going to move him to St. Louis again. There's all this this stuff that's going around and saying, you know, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. People will buy into it. Again, it's the analogy I love to use. It's the oasis in the middle of the desert and they drink the sand. They don't drink the sand because they're thirsty. They drink the sand because they don't know the difference. They want to believe that And that's something they're hoping for. So that's why you're seeing so much attention on Brady's status, not so much on Breeze. It's really all about the reactions that you get from the two sides of the polarizing coin. The people that hate Brady want to believe that this is going to believe his demise and this is going to bring about the end of the Patriots. Patriots fans are going to tune in because they want to defend their team. They want to defend their quarterback. So it's a win-win situation when it comes to a lot of these quote-unquote national shows that want to throw out idiotic uh, rumors like, oh, Bill Belichick's going to leave and go coach another team if Tom Brady comes back. What team is he going to (laughs) coach? There are no vacancies right now. Does anybody do any fact-checking over there, or do they just go, well, Tom Brady's gonna leave, and that's 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 the bottom line because he's 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 not happy in New England. Anybody can see that. It's not fair. Oh, that's a bad. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. No, that, no. that's a pretty bad. Yeah, that that's a pretty bad. I think everybody knows who I was doing in in, was, in that case. I mean, um, I was going to say stick to your. Tom Brady <laughs> doesn't have anything to play for in New England any longer. Hey, you know? hey, Mike. So, how's, anyway, how's, so, your,
0: how's your health? How's your health doing?
1: Uh, it's, it's, uh, their blood pressure very high this morning, buddy. Very, very high. But now I'm, 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 calming down. I'm, 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 you know, I'm doing my breathing and everything's going okay. But you know, it really seriously, yeah, now, Rod- folks, Rodney, I, ha-
0: Rodney, how's your health? Let me ask oh, Rodney. Oh, you know, my,
1: my health is terrible. You know, <laughs> oh, I go to my doctor. He told me, he says, I said, doctor, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to die. He
0: says, next week pay in advance. Oh,
1: you know want I get no respect. <laughs> Oh, my so, doctor, my doctor, Vinnie <laughs> not Bots. You know, I go see him every week, You know, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's awful. You know, <laughs> oh, you know, I, I told him, I said, Doctor, you know, my sex life's not existent. I'm thinking about getting a vasectomy. He goes, to My face, like yours, you don't need it. Oh,
0: you know. So how, how, how's that wife of yours?
1: Oh, my wife, I'll tell you. You know, my, my wife, I don't get any respect from my wife either. You know, she to talk about my sex life. She cut me down to twice a week. Oh, but I'm not that bad. You know, some guys she cut out completely. You know, so it's, it's a little bit difficult. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, we only have a few minutes left, so we can't go on a on a whole tangent like that. But uh, yeah, I, I had to bring it up to save you from your your terrible uh, Boston awful radio announcer uh, voice. So, <laughs> no, uh, actually, no, it wasn't no it?
1: actually, it wasn't a Boston radio uh, personality <laughs> oh, that I was. Okay. Even, uh, that, <laughs> even
0: worse.
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't. So you know what? We'll leave it up to everybody's <laughs> imagination that uh, that wants to uh, to uh, to determine who i was
0: uh who who i was making fun of in that
1: situation so
0: (laughs) oh that's good that's good stuff but uh look so yeah so a lot of hall of fame talk today a lot of uh uh, patriots football we we hit a lot of football today i mean we didn't do a lot of football yesterday and uh so you know and next week it's going to be quite a bit of football because here we go we got one more episode this week tomorrow at 8 a.m and then next week we will really be diving into uh what we have coming up uh in terms of the super bowl matchups the the, the x factors the tail of the tail, everything you can think of we're going to break it down and we're going to give you our uh very uh uneducated opinion on the matter and then hopefully one of us one of us we will will be somewhat right and we will uh, brag about it from from here until the end of time so <clears throat> Mike, it's been a pleasure today. I loved, loved, loved the Eli Manning talk. <laughs> no, not really, but got um, oh, it. Respect. What is whoa, whoa, we'll yeah, tell you. Respect. Uh, no respect? No respect. We, we will. Uh, we will be back, of course, tomorrow at 8 a.m. So join us here on SportsCaster and, of course, on Full Press Radio. But uh, give us a follow on Twitter. It's at FPC Radio Live. Follow at Full Press Radio because you can get not only our show but all of our programs that we broadcast here on Sportscaster and, of course, on Full Press Radio, every podcast, the Full Press Chiefs, Full Press Packards, Full Press NBA by our man, Brian Snow, who is coming up here in just a few minutes on Snowman in the Morning. So until then, we will see you tomorrow. And one more time, folks be sure to join us January 30th, 8 p.m. here on Sportscaster as we present the debut of the Basketball League between with the tip-off between Indy Express and the Owensboro Thoroughbreds. So check it out, folks. Uh, follow Sportscaster, follow full press coverage, and uh, we will be back tomorrow. So, Mike, have a great day, bud.
1: Thank You too, buddy.